0: Right, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, everybody. is Dawn here, and I bring you greetings from on high. I am the senior pastor of Life Path Apostolic Agape House of Prayer, and it is my honor and privilege to be before you on this day as I bring to you my last Bible supplement of the day. This is a bonus. It is a bonus. We're going to talk about Joseph Joseph. Um, just so that we can finish out the book of Genesis. And I'm so looking forward to Tuesday night prayer, 7 p.m. We have the uh, links that you can use to join us through Zoom. Uh, we're doing this through through Zoom as, as I'm learning this darn uh, podcast, which actually I'm going to another platform, uh, hopefully very soon. Uh, but anyway, nonetheless, I'm learning and all I know right now is Zoom, so we have the Zoom link to pray together. And God is so faithful. He has been so faithful answering our prayers, each and every one. Amen. Uh, and then on Thursday night, 7 p.m., we're going to pick back up Bible study. We're going to do a, a, a big bang uh, this Thursday as we complete out uh, the book of Genesis and move into Exodus. Amen. Uh, so that we can continue our journey through the Bible chronologically. Uh, so today I'm going to talk to you about Joseph, 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 My one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Did you know that if I think about it, if I really ponder, I love all of the characters of the Bible. I love their humanity. I love their uh, humanness, the fact that I can relate. But of the characters in the Bible, I've always been able to relate to Joseph being the brother of 12 and me coming from a family of 12. And even though we've learned that um, Joseph had many other siblings as well. So it wasn't just 12 because Jacob had more, but the Bible highlighted uh, the 12, the 12 of the maid family amen so i'm gonna leave that right there but anyway so we learned about the three generations of men who believe god we learned about abra abraham and isaac and jacob and jacob had seven jacob had twelve sons i don't know why why i was just about to say seven Um, One, because I'm trying to hurry up. I hear somebody outside my room. But anyway, I'm trying to hurry up. So Jacob had 12 sons and it was his 11th son, Joseph, who was hated by his brothers. And he was sold uh, by them into Egypt. And so when Joseph arrived in Egypt, he was bought by Potiphar. Potiphar is believed to be a high-ranking officer uh, in Pharaoh's kingdom. And Pharaoh, we learned, is the name or the title of king. Uh, And um, there were multiple and many Pharaohs throughout the Bible. But in this era, um, this is the Pharaoh that... Potiphar was a high-ranking officer, and I, I try to rationalize his role uh, to, to maybe a governor, mayor, or some high-ranking uh, role of, of leadership in their time. And so, God blessed Joseph. He 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 was blessed by Joseph, and therefore he blessed Joseph, and he served. Uh, the house of Potiphar so well that Potiphar put Joseph in charge of the entire house. The Bible says Potiphar trusted Joseph, and so he made him the head and the lead servant who was over all of the rest of the servants. And so Potiphar's wife was attracted to Joseph. And so she decided that she would try to tempt him. And when he did not uh, take her up on her advances, then she ac- accused him of uh, trying to rape her and uh, improperly behaving towards her. And so, because Potiphar believed his wife over Joseph, he put Joseph in prison. And although Joseph was put in placed in prison, God was with Joseph, and even in the prison, the prison uh, keepers, the ones who had rule and authority in the prison, they uh, observed Joseph's behavior, and because he behaved well and had a great reputation. And because he did well, they put him in charge over the entire prison. So he went from living in his father's house, having the favor of his father, to being in prison and enslaved and getting the favor of the one who he serves, who had rule and authority over him. And he went from that to being in prison once again, but at this point more so than the last time. So then the imprisonment increased uh, in in his life. And so he was more bound this time than he was before. At least in Potiphar's house, he was free to reign and, and move around as he saw fit in prison, he was locked down, and so God's favor was with him, and he had favor over those who were in authority there, and as a result, they gave him a charge over the entire prison. Joseph believed God's promises, and he knew that he was a sinner. He knew that God sees and knows everything, and he knew that only God could save him. God took care of Joseph as he was there, and he had a wonderful plan, an excellent plan for Joseph's life. God showed him that plan and dreams. And we talked before about how God would use dreams because they did not have the advantage of having the word of God. But God uses multiple streams of communications today with his people. But then he used dreams. And so he showed him a dream uh, about what was to come. The Bible tells us we... We know in part and we prophesy in part. (laughs) So when he had that dream that showed him that he would be the head of the family, it did not tell him that on your way to that, you were going to be enslaved and in prison as a result of the call that is on your life. And so while he was in prison, it seemed that God's promises would not come to pass because how could God make this thing into a place where he was going to have rule and authority over his family? But God always keeps his promises and Joseph soon found that God was a promise keeper. While in jail, he was... Uh, introduced to Pharaoh's butler and his baker and he took care of them and and they had a strange dream and so God gave Joseph interpretation to understand the dreams and tell them what their future would hold and so Joseph told the butler that he would be restored to Pharaoh's service and the butler would be I'm sorry and the baker He told that he would be executed. And everything happened according to how Joseph uh, interpreted it. God not only speaks to us through dreams, but he also speaks to us through his word and through the men and women of God. Sometimes God may speak to us through even other people situations and circumstances that we endure, God has multiple streams of communication. Yet he uses oftentimes, at least in my walk, dreams to speak to me because that's the time that he can get me at my quietest. Sometimes I be all over the place and my attention and my focus is on so many different things. But when God can grasp my attention, sometimes it's often through my dreams. And so two years after Joseph had helped the butler and the baker, Pharaoh had a dream, and no one that he approached could interpret that dream. And the butler finally told uh, Pharaoh about Joseph and how he had interpreted his dream and the baker's dream in prison. And Pharaoh called Joseph from prison and asked him to explain the dream. So God, again, gave Joseph interpretation about the future It is because God is the beginning of all things, the end of all things. And therefore, he knows our future. And so Joseph shared with the king that there would be seven years of prosperity and good harvest, and then there would be seven years of famine. And so Joseph said to Pharaoh that he should find a wise man to supervise the country and to store up the food during the seven good years so that there will be enough to eat during the bad years. And so God calls Pharaoh to think and to identify that this young man who had interpreted the dreams is the wise man that is needed. And so he decided that he will put him in charge of the country. And so Joseph became the second ruler over Egypt, but not only was he the second ruler over Egypt, Pharaoh declared that he would not usurp Joseph's uh, authority in any manner to put himself above him. So in essence, technically, he became the ruler. Pharaoh didn't believe in God and The Egyptians worshipped many other gods. They worshipped gods like the sun and the moon, animals and even insects. They even worshipped the Nile River. And so he had no real belief in God. God could not speak to him like he did Joseph. Joseph believed in God because God is the creator and he's in charge of everything and everybody. And he can cause even those who do not believe him to do what he wants them to do. And so God had a purpose and a plan for Joseph and Pharaoh was a part of that. So he caused him to think, who should I put as that wise leader? and he determined that Joseph should be the one, thus fulfilling the promise, thus fulfilling what God has given him. Joseph worked hard for those seven years, and even uh, during that time, he humbled himself before God. And every year in those seven years, he collected 20% of all of the food and put it into the storehouse. Then when the famine began, Joseph had plenty of food stored up to sell to the people. The famine was bad and the people came from all over, from other countries, from everywhere to buy food from Egypt. And one day, Joseph's brothers came to Egypt to buy food. And they came to Joseph, the number two ruler, the one who was in charge of selling the food and they didn't recognize him as their brother. They bowed down before him and asked if they could buy some food. And Joseph then realized his dream manifested as he took rule over his family. At first, he didn't want to tell them who he was. He tested them in different ways to learn more so that they can learn more about him. And he learned more about them. Then he revealed himself to them. And they were afraid. And they expected that he was going to kill them. But Joseph forgave them. He told them that God sent him down to Egypt. And so no matter what they did... God had full reign reign and charge over him. Joseph trusted God and knew that God was in charge of everything. He told his brothers, he said, You thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good. To bring to pass as it is this thing to save much people alive. Joseph told his brothers, To bring their families and their father to live in Egypt. Because Joseph's important position, he was able to make a good place for the family and to provide and take care of the family. And so the families of Jacob's sons arrived in Egypt and they lived there for 400 years. And they became a great nation, just like God had promised God gave Jacob another name. He named him Israel, which means a prince of God. His descendants are called the children of Israel, Israelites, or the nation of Israel, the descendants of the 12 disciples, the sons that are called the 12 tribes of Israel. Jesus Christ came into the world by way of this nation. His mother was not a direct descendant of Joseph, yet She was a descendant of Judah, the fourth son. And so I wanted to bring this supplement to you all. We can never learn too much. And I thank God for this opportunity. Amen.